Hey, this is Matt Rosenberg, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Friday, so we're going to talk about what you want to talk about, and that is the one Hank Azaria movie we haven't talked about. All week we've been celebrating the birth of Hank Azaria. He's like 57 years old. Um, it's been really cool, you know, getting to know a little bit more about The Simpsons and his history with Oliver Platt and uh, Mystery Men. I mean, Mystery Men, you know, I got some great feedback. Today, though, we're going to talk about my favorite Hank Azaria performance, film, everything. And a lot of you guessed it. I mean, it's our outro. And today we're going to be talking about the 1996 classic the birdcage and I, I can't really say cult classic because the movie made a lot of money it won a lot of awards um it's it's like borderline iconic i would say it's just such a wonderful wonderful film so the movie I- itself is uh, a remake of a 1978 uh french italian film called the cage of Fold, which also had a broadway play and everything and it was, you know, Americanized, like so many things are, in part thanks to the director, Mike Nichols, who I've been a longtime fan of his, and I never knew that his birth name was Igor Mikhail Puchkovsky. Um, So that's, I don't know, kind of crazy. But he's, you know, icon. Again, we're going to use the word icon and iconic a lot today. But he directed Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, The Graduate, Catch-22, The The Fortune, Biloxi Blues, Postcards from the Edge, Primary Colors, Closer, Charlie Wilson's War. I love Closer, by the way. It's such a raw and uncomfortable movie. Um, Julia Roberts, Natalie Portman, Clive Owen, uh, Jude Law. Like, it is great. Don't watch it on the first date. Um, really don't watch it with anyone uh, until you're like in a long, long, long-standing relationship with them. Because, uh, like I said, it is it is brutal. But anyway, so this film it's so good. And the cast, I mean, Robin Williams is Armand Goldman, and his partner Nathan Lane is Albert Goldman. They own this nightclub called the Birdcage, and they have a son played by Dan Futterman, who is actually an Academy Award-nominated screenwriter, uh, which is cool. He plays their son, Val. Well, Val goes off to college, meets this girl, Barbara, played by Calista Flockhart. They fall in love and get engaged. Okay, you know, your normal romance story, except Barbara's parents, Barbara's dad, is an uber-conservative senator. Uh, Senator Kevin Keeley is his name portrayed by the wonderful Gene Hackman and his wife in the film is Diane Weist um, and they're uh, they're, the, they're great and so they're in the middle of a scandal too because one of the senator's good friends like the, the co-founder of this group that they have called the Coalition for Moral Order which should totally be ringing lots of bells for modern uh, you know things um we we see that but the co-founder is found dead 
in the bed of an underage black prostitute. So the media is all over Gene Hackman, like, what's going on? What's going on? You know, what, what, what is your moral order? So he's like, hey, we need to have this nice, good, conservative wedding with our daughter. Okay. Well, obviously, in his mind, uh, homosexuals are, do not line up in that. And so this movie is hilarious, like absolutely hilarious. It's, I, I watch it all the time. Uh, it's My family quotes it re- religiously. It's, it's wonderful. But the thing about it is, is at its heart, it has a really solid, solid message. And that message is about like discrimination and acceptance and how, you know, it, it's silly, really. I mean, that, that's kind of how they play it. But uh, to discriminate and hate people just because of their, uh, you know, sexual orientation and lifestyle choices and stuff. But the Goldmans, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane, in the film, they take, they're the ones taking the high road uh, because they love their son and they know this conservative guy like they want to make everything work and everything happy they want Val to be happy so to the point where Robin Williams goes to Val's birth mother uh, who is a woman that he was drunk one night and slept with because in the movie he says I just wanted to see what these straight guys were bragging about and so to get her to come and he sends Nathan Lane away they like redecorate the whole house but Nathan Lane shows back up in drag as Val's mother, and it's it's great. And Hank Azaria is weirdly the comedic relief. I mean, in a movie filled with comedy giants, t- comedy titans, Hank Azaria is the comedic relief. He plays Agador Spartacus, who is the Guatemalan butler for the Goldmans. And he... He never wears shoes, um, as we learn. But the the whole movie, like you said, I like it. Uh, when when I first watched it as a young lad, you know, like in high school, it was it was for the laughs. It was seeing Robin Williams, you know, Gene Hackman, all these people just being wonderful. And then you know, kind of watching it as I grew older and with a more open mind, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is a story about acceptance and tolerance and understanding. And it is so good. So good. I mean, even Glad, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, especially in the mid-90s, you know, the portrayal of um, gays in media and pop culture wasn't the best, but Glad even nominated this for their media award because they're like, hey, no, this, this, is, this is getting it right. And it got nominated for Academy Awards, American Comedy Awards. It actually won some American Comedy Awards. Uh, Art Directors Guild Awards, Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, because those were a thing. It won Best Supporting Actor and Actress there. Um, Chicago Film Critics, Golden Globes. It was nominated for Best Motion Picture, and uh, Nathan Lane got nominated. Uh, MTV Movie Awards. Got nominated for a lot of stuff there. The Satellite Awards, the SAG Awards. It actually won for Best Performance by a Cast and at the SAG Awards. And it was even nominated at the Writers Guild Awards. So the the film itself, you know, no matter how you watch it, it is wonderful. And 
iconic. There's that word again. It it's funny. It's relevant. It's well made. You know, I love comedy movies. Absolutely love comedy movies. But let's be honest. Biodome's not going to get nominated for an Academy Award. Um, they they're just comedies aren't movies that win awards. But this one was. And because the acting, the writing, the directing, the costumes, everything about this film is on point and wonderful. And if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend you go out and watch it. If you have seen it, I know you're you're firing up your DVD or Blu-ray or streaming service or whatever to watch it right now. Because you're like, oh, I hadn't watched that in a while. I need to watch it again. That's how good this movie is. Like, it's... I don't throw out perfect film very often. I mean, like Citizen Kane, uh, Fight Club. Um, I love Tombstone, but even it's not a perfect film. Birdcage isn't a perfect, perfect film, but it scares the crap out of a perfect film. It's right there, and you should go watch it. And if you have seen it, though, let me know, like, what's your favorite quote? Because there's so many quotes, you know, the Pyrrhon tablets and... Uh, take away, don't add. It's what they read. I never realized that's how John Wayne walked. Like so many I- iconic phrases, wonderful phrases. Let me know what is your favorite quote from the Birdcage. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Just look for the Night Nerd. You can email me nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. So hard for the money. I work hard for the money, so you better treat me right.